everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. I'm Lori Gottlieb. I'm the author of Maybe You Should Talk to Someone, and I write the Dear Therapist Advice column for The Atlantic. And I'm Guy Winch. I'm the author of Emotional First Aid, and I write the Dear Guy Advice column for TED. And this is Dear Therapists. This week, we're going to check in on a guest from season two to hear how they're doing a year later. First, a quick note. Dear Therapist is for informational purposes only. It does not constitute medical or psychological advice and is not a substitute for professional healthcare advice, diagnosis, or treatment. In the sessions you'll hear, all names have been changed for the privacy of our guests. Today, we're checking in with Lauren from season two. Her episode was called Lauren's Sexual Shame. The issue was that Lauren didn't have sex until she was in her 30s, and she didn't have many relationships since then either. So when she came to us last year, and she's in her 50s at this point, she felt really embarrassed about her lack of relationship experience. She was convinced that men would judge her for not having that experience. We also learned during the session that Lauren had been responsible for her mother's emotional well-being growing up and her physical well-being later in life. And she actually lived with Lauren then until she died. Lauren's mother gave her the message in subtle and sometimes not very subtle ways that she should be there for her instead of being out there and dating like her sisters who had full lives. Yeah, and Lauren really didn't see the extent of this imperative that her mother conveyed to her over the years and how her feeling guilty and disloyal really sabotaged her efforts to be in a serious relationship in early adulthood. And in fact, her first sexual experience didn't occur until after her mother died. And as a result of all this, Lauren really saw herself as damaged and she had a lot of shame around this rather than seeing herself as being someone who was kind and compassionate and loyal for the sacrifices that she did make. So let's get a reminder from that session. I guess I'm afraid to get into a relationship in a sense because then people ask you like about your history and it's embarrassing one to be 53 and single and no children. And you know, when you mention that to people, male or female, they're always like shocked. And I've had people say, oh gosh, what's wrong with you? 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Dear Therapist today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot slash Dear Therapists. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And now let's hear how Lauren is doing one year later. Hi, Lori and Guy. This is Lauren. A lot's changed. I moved to the city where I'd wanted to live for a very long time, and I went against everybody else's advice and moved where I wanted to. I'm really enjoying my life here. The biggest change that I made is just being nicer and more compassionate to myself. And I think that's allowed me to open up and deepen my friendships and relationships with people. I feel like I'm able to be a little bit more vulnerable, more loving. I I feel happier. I'm having deeper relationships, more honest relationships. I I actually met someone. I met a guy who I really, really liked. And for the first time in my life, I was able to actually tell this guy what I liked about him, what I didn't like. You know, if he did something I didn't like, I brought it to his attention in a gentle way, out like pointing the finger. And he actually appreciated how I communicated with them. I ended up breaking up with him basically because the relationship wasn't headed in the direction that I wanted to go in. It's the first time in my life that I've actually broken up with someone. So I feel, although I'm sad because I wanted it to work out, I feel proud of myself that I was actually able to break up with someone, someone who I really liked a lot. And so instead of just staying in a relationship to be in a relationship or to get only half of what I want, I decided I was worth more and that I wasn't just going to stick around for crumbs. That for me is huge. I think one of the things is that Lori pointed out like how I was really influenced by living with my mother and grandmother who were both widowed and never remarried and never dated after their husbands died. So 
I thought about that a lot and I see where I was living my life based on somebody else's expectations or just learned behavior from them. One of the big things that I've learned recently is that I make a lot of decisions based on what other people think I should do. Like for example, my sister is very big into telling me what to do. And I realized that it's not good for me to listen to her. My life is not hers. I'm not a married woman with children. So I can't expect to live the life of a married woman with children. I have to live the life that I have based on my circumstances and my wants and desires. I think that being more self-compassionate made me value myself more too, not just relationships, but on the job. I was actually working for someone who was a part-time job and she hadn't paid me for six weeks. And she acted like I had a lot of nerve asking for money. And so I basically decided one night, I'm just going to tell her that was my last weekend that I'm working. When I told her that she was kind of floored. She was like, what? You're not afraid you're going to get the money? And I'm like, no, I just don't like the way I've been treated. So I found myself standing up for myself, which is a new thing for me. So I, I think that in talking with you guys, it kind of acted as a catalyst to start taking a better more detailed look at my life. So I really appreciate you, Lori and Guy, for the insight that you gave me, the things that you pointed out, and the advice. I'm very grateful. <laughs> Thank you. That was really great to hear. Lauren has done a lot over this year. A few things really stood out for me, and one is the self-compassion that she's practicing. You could hear the joy in her voice where she said it, it was like, this feels good to be self-compassionate. It feels good to be kind to yourself. And it's also allowing her to be more vulnerable and to deepen her friendships. So I think that was a really pivotal thing for her to really try and move away from the judgmental self-criticism and become more self-compassionate. And it's part of a larger thing that she's doing, which she's looking inside more. She's figuring out what she wants. She's lowering the volume on what everyone around her thinks so she can hear her own internal voice more clearly and make the decisions that are right for her, like moving to the city. Yeah, I love that she said she's not living her life based on others' expectations anymore. And I think what's really interesting is that we talked in the session about how she missed all those years of developing into her full adult self because she was living really at the service of her mother for all those years. And then after her mother died, she still didn't really have what we were talking about, the self-compassion, the perspective of, hey, I missed all this time and it's okay that I'm making up for lost time. And I think over this last year, she really took that to heart. She's had a real shift in perspective and that shows with the guy that she was dating. She was very open with him and clear with herself about what was working for her, what was not working for her. And it sounds like she communicated that in a very kind way. So she didn't overcompensate. She was very clear and reasonable. And she said he even appreciated that. And ultimately, he wasn't able to give her what she wanted. She said she didn't want 50% of a relationship. She wanted a full relationship. She didn't want crumbs. And that shows that now she appreciates her value. She knows her worth. 
And I think that also showed up where she was standing up for herself, not only in that relationship, but in her job where she wasn't being paid on time. So she trusts that she's asking for something reasonable. And that is a big shift for her. It's truly a big shift. And we always point out that when people make changes that then generalize to other areas of their lives, it means they made that change from a very deep place. And so that self-compassion that she's been practicing, getting in touch with her own needs and feelings, and even being willing to break up with someone in which the relationship is going well, but just not well enough. All those are really assertive acts. And then that sets her up to be assertive in other domains as well, like her job. And the one thing we didn't hear from Lauren that I'm curious about is what's going on with her romantic life now that she's out of this other relationship. So is she actively dating? Is she asking her friends now that she's more vulnerable with them? You know, do you have anybody you can set me up with? Because that makes it a positive experience. People love to set other people up. People love to help people fall in love. And she used to be so ashamed of her romantic life that I hope she's opening up to people and saying, you know, I really am looking for a partner. Do you know anybody for me? I also hope she's being active in her dating life. I think what strikes me most here is that the key thing she did was that she was finally able to change her story. And the change was that instead of being this person who it's shameful that she never had sex, she now sees herself as someone who had sacrificed so much to take care of her mother. And what that did is it delayed her by 10 years. And so very soon after that, she actually did find her first boyfriend. She did have sex. Once she changed that story, it freed her up so much that she's made incredible changes over this one year. It's really great to hear that she's finally living the life she deserves. Next week, we'll check in with Hillary, an addictions counselor who developed a new addiction of her own to hear how she's doing one year later. For the first time in my life, I experienced physical symptoms of anxiety. And to alleviate those physical symptoms, it felt really good to fill up my cart and buy something. And I didn't realize that that's what was happening until I was $6,000 in debt. If you're enjoying our podcast, don't forget to subscribe for free so that you don't miss any episodes. And please help support Dear Therapists by telling your friends about it and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews really help people to find the show. If you have a dilemma you'd like to discuss with us, email us at laurieandguy at iheartmedia.com. Our executive producer is Noel Brown. We're produced and edited by Josh Fisher. Additional editing support by Helena Rosen, John Washington, and Zachary Fisher. Our interns are Ben Bernstein, Emily Gutierrez, and Silva Lifton. And special thanks to our podcast fairy godmother, Katie Couric. We can't wait to see you at our next session. Dear Therapists is a production of iHeartRadio. Fish food. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. 
That's betterhelp.com. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 